Hey guys, Gilbert Jeff here with the Tobin Series Podcast. I'm excited to get it going. That's our cue. This meeting is now being recorded. And today is a beautiful day to be able to talk basketball. Today is a beautiful day to be able to play basketball. And if you're not outside playing basketball, this is a beautiful, beautiful day to go do that. I know Sai has a tournament this weekend. He has the Pink City. Who wants the smoke tournament going on? And Devo, I know you're playing in it. Talk to us about it. What are you feeling for the weekend? You feeling good? I feel a dub. That's it. Keeping it simple. <laughs> Keeping it simple. You're, you're, anybody placing bets? You placing bets, Devo? We should place bets. That's actually pretty. That's pretty smart. But I haven't. I just feel dubs. That's it. Feeling dubs. Say no more. Say no more. But we actually have another winner in the in the in the building today. We have somebody who won the first ever Tobin one on one champion uh, championship. Oh, we're gonna God. get to that. We're <laughs> we're gonna get to that in a second. But we have Gilbert Giamfi. I got your name right, correct? Yeah, Gilbert Giamfi. Got it. You got it. Welcome to the show, Gilbert. How are you doing, man? Doing all right, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, thanks for jumping on the show, taking some time to talk to us, man. We usually start the game off with, with a game, but, but today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to just talk right to it and give you a game throughout the show. I mm. want to ask you, though, last year started a tragic trend with Kobe passing away. When Kobe passed, where were you and what were your thoughts? When Kobe passed? Damn. When Kobe, because here, when Kobe passed, Kobe is the reason. Like, I have his jersey right there. I could take it down. He's the reason why I started playing, fam. So, when he went down, I was like, this can't be real life. Because I was, I remember I was playing at LA Fitness one time and I was, and I was getting ready to, um, I was getting ready to go to training camp to a, to a, to a team or whatnot. And um, when I heard it, I'm like, no, there's no way. I'll go home and then it's all over the news. And it was just something that got me so distraught because, I don't. I don't remember anything though. Went before playing basketball. I just remember Kobe Bryant, and then I just fell in love with it. So mm-hmm. when he was gone, it was like the whole world shut down. Like, do you, do you understand? Like the whole world was like had to mourn for this guy because he was just yeah. He made mistakes and whatnot. Like everyone has. I'm not gonna. Be, I'm not gonna be judgmental because everyone goes through things. Right, and he made mistakes, and some people felt weird about it just because of what happened in the past and whatnot. But as a play, as a as a person, I watched him from when watched from um, from when he was a Laker all the way until the end, and I could see I saw him grow as a person, become better, become I try to be better for his children and his family and whatnot. And just to see him go out like, and he was he was starting to do stuff more stuff in uh, w- uh women's basketball as well. That was a movement, right? And so. He was really influential in helping like basketball grow, especially on on the female side as well, because he had three daughters and he was just doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's something I, w- I didn't really expect him to do since um I mean early in his career, right? He was just he was just different. So I saw the growth in him. I just like the, he's a good role model, and and, and for years to come, I thought you just he's still going to be impacting NBA and the WNBA in a positive direction. So when he was gone, I'm just saying it was it was an icon that obviously cannot be replaced. So, and yeah, and we're and we're gonna get back to Kobe in a little bit. You know, obviously we're, we're talking about Kobe throughout the show today. But I want to ask you though, you know, or not ask you. I want to talk about something you said. You said that that Kobe passing away was literally the start of everything. It literally started this whole pandemic, and it was the start of a tragic year. As we all know, being in a pandemic caused a lot of tragic times for everybody, including depression, including anxiety, including you know, whatever negative feeling people might have. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to overcome adversity and all those negative feelings? It's tough because, you know, when your freedom is just taken away from you like that, not necessarily freedom, but it's for safety precautions, right? It's, you, have to, you have to really find yourself. Like for a lot of basketball players, like, you know, when you, when you, it's, it's, it's a good and a bad thing because when you're a basketball player, it's like that takes up majority of your life. Like you are going to practice. You are making sure you got, you're going, you're, 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 you're staying in shape. You got to make sure that you're going, you know, you got to make sure you know where your next contract coming from. And when that stop, all that says stop, all that stuff stops. It's like, now you have to be a human being. 
like you understand you have to actually like i'm telling my brother my brother's about to was was had had the same dilemma i'm like focus on yourself you gotta get like your driver's license like you don't have no driver's license like he wasn't even focused on getting the phone he just focused on going to the gym and that's all right and 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 this thing the necessities that you need to be an adult and be a human being when stuff when stuff is this when you when you when you're only working on one side of you like that it's 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 scary because what if what if what if what if like what if what if the pandemic happened for the next five years and basketball was not an option what you what are you going to do when you invested like almost your whole life in this thing right and that's when that's when people are talking you got to become you got to become multi-dimensional you got to look into other things you got to be able to whatever it is this this to make yourself occupy yourself or better yourself and make sure you're financially stable right because once because a lot of people rely on basketball to pay the bills and whatnot and that's your career and uh it, and it's not a career that's uh, like it's not really transferable you know you like you can't be a, a professional basketball player and then you, you, you could go work at ikea like you feel what i'm saying like you need like it's not something that you need is it, it's a skill but it's not a skill that you could you, you, it could go across all platforms like yeah the team aspect is good but they the this the the skills the tangibles the stuff that you would need to do something else that will pay the bills is is hard is hard for you to transfer basketball into, into something else so for me i just feel like when that stuff happened i just needed to really focus on what if basketball is not an option for me what am i going to be what am i going to do right and people don't really think about that because people don't really because basketball was never uh something that you think that would be taken away from you like that like no, you never think basketball is actually gonna just shut down. Like, when's the last time something like this happened? So everyone's betting on, especially the athletes, not just basketball, but athletes in general. Everyone's betting on like they'll be, be able to do this for, I mean, as long as they can, right? Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because you know, when this stuff happened, I mean, a lot of opportunities were taken away, and I can and and obviously I, I I think I was a part of that, but it's also a growing process as well. So it made me realize that you know you need to have something that you're really passionate about besides you know, in between the lines. Well, I mean, I'm glad you talked about being passionate about something because it seems like you were able to pick up on something new during the pandemic. You, <laughs> you, 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 you became a model, if I'm not mistaken. What's up with that? Oh, God. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know how, how serious, seriously people want to take that. But, yeah, I went into modeling. Modeling was something that uh, I was passionate about at first. Um, I was offered a couple contracts before when I was younger, but I didn't really look into it because, again, I was like, I'm a baller. I thought that was for pretty boys, whatever the case was. Like, I felt like this that's for that's for not my type. That wasn't my forte. And I, I started to get into it more, and then people started really recommending me to get into it. I mean, maybe I could be a, a sports model or something along those lines, do a couple commercials here and there. And then that would lead into another. Then I started to do a little bit of acting here and this and that. So... It's something that, yeah, it's something that I really didn't think I'll be able to do, but it, it, I think it's something that comes naturally to me, especially the acting, and it's something that you know is, is a fun, and you get to meet new people, and it's just a different, it's a different, it's a different dynamic of people. Like when you go to when you when you hang out with actors all the time, you understand like what their mindset is, okay, they, they, what their interests are, and whatnot. So you're around the same people a lot, like. Before that, like I was always around athletes, and I didn't see. I was looking at one, looking at the world at one, one, one view, one perspective. But when I go to these create the creative side of things, it's like it's a whole different world, and it's so interesting. And these people are just something that opens your eyes up, opens your mind. You understand just just to talk to different people and know and know what what's going on in there. Mm -hmm. And. Um, yeah, I'm just really glad I got into that. Get into that. I didn't know I like pictures and posing that much, but that's something I learned about myself. Mm -hmm. And you know that that that, that obviously that did benefit that benefit me financially, and and I'm pretty sure it will continue um, in the future. But again, if this didn't, this dynamic didn't happen, I wouldn't have known that, right? And it's good, and it's that that's the positive things about this. Uh, this uh, this pandemic is that you get to really find yourself. You got to really find yourself. You got to get in tune with who you are as a person. And so, uh, yeah, you have to take the good and the bad with it. 
And I'm glad that I know I could be more than just the basketball, or more than this. I'm more than just an athlete, I would say. He seemed like he's very loyal to the game, and he's also very loyal to Kobe Bryant. You know, he mentioned earlier today that Kobe was a big impact in his life. And, you know, so I got to know. Kobe's obviously – I'm going to assume that you have Kobe number one as, as the GOAT of all time. But who is your top three and in what order of all time in the NBA? You know, I have this discussion with my brother, like, on a – daily basis when we get heated about this thing here so if he sees this he might have a couple things they but with that being said obviously i'm gonna have to go with lebron jordan and kobe right that's for me okay one two three lebron is one kobe uh kobe, jordan is two kobe but, is three no, no, we're not one, two, three. This, this, this is my top three. You can't this put my, them in order. This is my top three, right? I'm not. I didn't put it in order. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put yo. Well, okay. Just for the sake, just for the sake of argument, <laughs> I'm gonna put it in order for you guys. So I, I for me, I base it off how someone impacts the game. Okay, I mean, I understand winning is a big part of it, but um, I think that 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 can that also an argument simply because of the situation and what's going on during that time. Okay, so LeBron oh. is one. Of course. In cool. my opinion. Le- 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 LeBron is one. He impacted the game the most, Stephen. Continue. Oh, he did. Three, and then Kobe is three. And I love Kobe's the reason. I'm not, I'm not even being by Kobe's the reason why I started playing basketball. But once I seen a man get drafted in 03 and the way he just came in and just took everything over, there's no way that you can't look at that man and say he's not the best player. I mean, maybe he's not the best winner, I would say. Because did he 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 had he had his, he has moments, but the best player, more top three top three in points, top ten of your top ten in assists, been dominated the league for almost a decade, like from twenty whatever to now, like how could you not say that he's not the best in my like how what what's the argument what what would be the, he's been the finals MVP every single time. Okay, and he's done the le- and he's done the most with the least. Argue, argue with me about that. I'm not gonna argue with you about this. We, this show gotta continue going because I could talk about this for hours. We could talk <laughs> about this for days, but we but honestly, this can this can make for a good live conversation, and we might be able to have one of those bring you on as a guest for one of our live episodes. Seeing Michael Jordan on stage with Vanessa to induct Kobe into the Hall of Fame. What do you think that showed the world? It showed the world that you know. <laughs> obviously, Kobe's uh, Kobe was someone who deserved to be there, and it was a, that was already set in stone. But um, also, the impact that obviously Kobe Bryant had on the world of basketball. He was very influential. Like I said before, like he is the reason why I started playing. So to see him up up there and see Vanessa. Induct him, in, induct him into there is just like something that it was it was beautiful, but at the same time it was surreal because you weren't you were expecting Kobe to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, you know. Yeah, it was uh it was it was emotional. It was it was it was it was it was it was a it was a good inside time. And uh Obviously, to see Jordan do it up there as well, this is, is just to show what how great he actually was. Like these are we're talking about the basketball pyramid here. We're talking about the best of like you know how many basketball players in the world, millions, right? And Jordan and Jordan's up there accompanying Kobe and his wife. It's just like it's it's a, it's a moment for basketball, you know, mm-hmm. a moment for basketball. There's something obviously you tell your kids and whatnot and. It's just, uh, it's monumental. Fair enough. Yeah, no doubt. But let's switch it up here and talk about Tobin, of course. You know, this being a Tobin series, we got to ask you, you know, what does Tobin basketball mean to you? Tobin basketball. Tobin basketball is literally like a stepping stone. Like, for someone to just literally randomly message me and be like, I see potential in you. I see that you are a player. I see that you are good. Not knowing anything about me and just 
trying to help me further my basketball career is like it's like you don't see that every day you know especially like to do the things that he does in terms of sponsorships and helping people out and even even the training with Vlad like that he just he just wants to see people grow and he wants to people see people get to where they want to go and honestly he told me he's a blessing like you don't see people like that every day no understand what I'm saying he doesn't ask for anything he just says yo you want to play basketball you need to get to you want to get somewhere I see that you're serious about it let me help you First time, first time I uh, I remember 2000, 2016, I was at a I was at um Hershey Center, and I was I came I came to play and there was a program there or something like that, and I did I did okay and I and I, I that was something I was just I just started I just was I was I was looking, actually looking for a contract at the time and I didn't know what I was gonna do right, and he comes out of nowhere he's like hey, I see potential in you I see that you're a good player. Just come on and uh, whatever you need to, uh, financially or even um, in when it comes to development, here, take my number. And I don't need anything from you. Let's just get it rolling. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> you don't get that every day. <laughs> you don't get that every day. I'm like, what? Like, I thought it was a scam because it was a Facebook message. And I was like, what the hell? He's going to ask for my social insurance number or something. <laughs> like, what the hell? But yeah, he just came out of nowhere and it really, and he really helped me out. And I, was, and I got to meet a lot of new guys, like obviously like you and, and Dan and, and, and Smiles and all these guys that, that, that come to Tolman on a regular basis and Vlad as well. And it was just, it was just a new community because I remember I'm from Brampton. So you guys, you like, I'm coming from a uh, way west and I'm not knowing anybody and people don't, people don't really help people out like that. Like, well, I'm, I'm from a more suburb area and I, mean, I just go to the YMCA, I work on with my brothers and that's it. I was trying to send a couple emails and then he just, he just made, showed me to a new world. And then I got new opportunities. I got to meet a lot of people and, and, it, and it was good. And it was good, and I, got, I grew a lot. So I really thank God, this Tobin, the Tobin organization, for letting me in here. Well, that's good because obviously you had some great success. You won the first and only Tobin basketball one-on-one -on -one tournament. How was that like for yeah. yourself? It was, it was, it was good. Like I did, it, I really got to get play against some pros and some and some good competition, and it it, it was it was it was fun. Um. I had a feeling I was gonna win just simply because there's a couple there's a couple people that weren't there, but <laughs> I even surprised myself. <laughs> I, I even surprised myself because uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think um, when I when I went up against Din, I was like, this might be uh this might be this might be a tough one, <laughs> you know. And then I was, was I was I don't know I didn't know I lose cause my girl my girl was on the sideline at the time and you know, that, <laughs> know that would have been tough still so <laughs> we know how that go yeah exactly so I was there and we we it was it was a it was a, it was a grind and yeah I was I was excited it was, it was, it was a fun time man it was a fun time should do it I'm waiting for him to do it again I mean I got to defend the title so I mean it's only right but. You, it is only right now. You, you sound like we're doing wrestling now, but hold on. A second. So let's, <laughs> let, let's push. Let's push you through a scenario. You're wearing a Tom jersey for a mm -hmm. tournament, but it's you plus four other teammates on the court. Which four other guys are you rocking with? Oh, we got a lot of options here. <laughs> oh gosh, Toby. All right, bro. No pressure. No pressure. <sighs> Who's, who's other four? Who's other four? <laughs> yes, no pressure. All right. Okay. 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 No pressure for so us. First. <laughs> so first, I'm gonna go. When it comes to Tobin. First of all, first of all, I said, what, 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 what position are you playing? I'm curious to know what. Where are you no, putting I'm yourself? Playing, I think I probably be most effective at 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 the two. Okay. For me, so you're the two guys. I mean, I know my job's a bit shaky right now. I mean, Javante saw me, saw me, saw me play yesterday <laughs> in or a couple, a couple of weeks ago. It was kind of shaky, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a shooter, you know. So once my jump shot's right, I'm, I'm putting myself at the two. Right. Um, I have to take, I have to take Din, like, cause Din, like, 
I see that man go out for 30 by himself in one half when it came to Tobin basketball. So I have to take him at the one, even though he doesn't like to pass too much. But <laughs> we'll let him have that. Um, three. Ooh. <laughs> I want. I I want to take Dev, but you know. I'm not in this. Don't put me in this. You're not allowed. You're, you're not. You're, I mean, you're, you can, but don't feel pressure. Like I'm not for, the sake, for the sake of the for the sake of the um. Yeah, don't trust me. I'm being I'm being completely honest when I say these things here, right? And just don't. I I I'm not I'm not feeling bad if I don't put you in. You just gonna say so. <laughs> I just tell you for real. Uh. So you got Dev at the three. You lock yeah. it in with that. Yeah, I lock it. I lock in Dev at the three. I lock in Dev at the three. All right. De- 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 Devi Devi has the mid range, the midi game, and you know he's a good defender. So I put him there. He maybe he needs to pass a little bit, but no. <laughs> I put him. I put him there, and uh, that's yeah, the second I, person, I, by I, the way, to bother that that slander your passing, bro. The yeah, second person on this podcast. No, 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 no. Dev has a good. Dev has a a a great ISO game. A great ISO game. So if we if we need a, if we need a bucket, we could we could definitely we could definitely look at look at look at him as an option as well. And then okay, so yeah, so that's the yeah. I think we have this three. We have three solid buckets are over there. I mean, I'm a little bit more versed. I'll be more passive. So I, if, if if you guys want to do your thing, I'll be able to pass around and do what not. And lastly, I'd probably go with the. Uh, you still got two more. You got four and a five. Oh, I got two more. So okay, it's a bust. And I, I'm definitely going with the. Uh, I'm definitely going with the uh, little Durant. Uh, JP. Yeah, I'll go with him. You, it'll be inter- we have it'll be interchangeable three or four between you two, whatever. It doesn't matter. And then the five. Uh, we don't have many fives though. I don't remember. I'll go. Oh yeah, go with Siakam. Siakam, definitely Siakam. The post move, post, his post, his post. I don't know what he is now. I mean, he's married and doing all this thing, but he, his position he's is married now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Siakam, yeah, Siakam's married. No. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying his position in basketball is married. He got, he has a different one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely is a different. Yeah, it's different. But I definitely, I definitely go Siakam about the five. So. I think um, defensively we will be good. Um, athletically we will be good. Um, we won't, we wouldn't struggle to score as well. Um, I think I think yeah I think that's that's a, that's a, that's a that's a winning that's a winning tournament that's a winning team right there. Like we definitely winning. Right now, so. I'm I'm pretty sure there's many, but can you recall any funny moments of uh, while playing with Tobin? If so, let's hear let's hear one. Honestly, I don't think there's one that I could recall. But there's one. There's always one person who's involved in it. You know who it is, Fab. I, I don't want to say it before you say it. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be yeah. funny if we say the two different people. So I'm going to let you go ahead. Okay, well, I would say this. Like, there's, there, for me, there's like, there's like probably five people that are like they literally make me laugh continuously like throughout the whole day I'm with them and for Tobin even he even makes Tony laugh fam and Tony doesn't laugh Tony like laughs like it gives you a little smirk and that's it like it's Din fam Din is the funniest guy I ever met in my life and I don't know why yeah I don't know why but there's so many moments where I'm just like yo if I if I'm around this guy I know this guy is going to is going is going to give me a laugh, and even when we're, even when we're is either if we're at the game or we're, or we're playing or we're doing with Vlad, going with Vlad, he's I'm just laughing the whole time, man. He's just he just he's a good guy, and yeah, I can't really recall a funny moment because usually we're playing basketball, we're trying to be really serious and whatnot, but uh, yeah, probably then. Maybe I think it just I think just one time I could I could, I could recall then 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 came late to a game. And he's like he's like, yo, B, I'm about to I'm about to drop 30 on all these guys. Wow. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Yo, like really? That's pretty like, good. Really? You, see, you see his voice? I'm about to drop 30 on these guys. Watch this. Watch me get my back. <laughs> <laughs> Man gets his bags, puts on his shoes, like yo, 
Bailey, swing the rock. Now, nah. like whatever, the man's a playing zone, cash. I said, okay, whatever. And I was and I was and I was frustrated that game. You know, I was trying. I was I was, I was having I was having the best game or whatnot, and um, I was having the best game. So he came in and we, and and he had a three and we're like okay whatever hit one. He like and we're going around. It's like yo, you didn't see me hit the the last one. Send the rock. I said okay, swing, swing, swing around, bang, hit another one. I'm like yo, you got to be kidding me. And then Tony's laughing or whatever. I'm like and he's like okay. And the man's like pulling up his shorts during the game. Like he's not even shorts, not even tied up yet. So then he goes on to hit like nine in, in, in the second half. And he end up winning. I'm just like, yo, you're actually a clown. He's like, yo, you think you think I do this for fun? Like, this is what I do. Then I'm like, yo, this guy is a clown, bro. This guy, and, and ever, since I, ever since that day, this man's like, yo, you remember what I did when you guys were struggling and I came late to Hoop Dome? I'm just like, all right, bro, whatever. You got it that day, whatever. And uh, yeah, that's just something that we, we look back on. And it was, just, it was just really funny. So that's probably my Tobin moment when Dinjil dropped 30 in one half and he was talking smack the whole time. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was actually a very good impersonation. You should. You that was really good, especially because his, his episode just came out the other day. I listened to the episode again. Now it's fresh in my head. Yo, that yeah. was very, very, very good impression, bro. Yeah, very good. But I want to move. I want to move on to your university career. You know, talk about your university career right now. I want to know why. We want to know why. Our viewers want to know why you signed with Southwest Baptist University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I signed with Southwest first of all. Yeah. So Southwest was um that wasn't really my intention to go, but simply because of, of my grades and obviously being like 1920, I was a bit immature at the time. I was chasing other things, I wasn't focusing on other things. So going D2 was my best option there. And um I started off really well, right? I was I, I had a couple of 24 games in the beginning of the season. And um, we got a couple wins here and there. And um, so we started off strong. And then um, things started things started to collapse when we when 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 we got a when we got a couple losses and people people were getting really in the argument argument zone and you know clashing and all this stuff in practice. And um, I also started to clash with uh, the coach's son. And um, obviously that didn't work. Those be the ones. So I was in those were the ones, yeah. I I was in and out, in and out of the lineup and one of those things where I would do good one game and then next thing the next game I'll be on the bench and just going in and out. So it was a good experience. Um it was a good experience, I would say overall. It was an eye opener because it mean it means that even if I mean I don't want to be biased, I don't want to be projecting anything as if I'm a perfect person or a perfect player, but I feel as if I, I gave it my all and and I don't think I was really, I was really recognized or, you know, appreciated for that. Um, but yeah, the school was great. The organization was great. But, you know, if we didn't, we, we just didn't see eye to eye on things. So um, after that, um, I do just want to harp on um, SBU. You just want me to go through the whole whole, whole career there. Like, what, what do you guys? Just why you chose Southwest Baptist. Just why, oh, why you chose it. Okay, so Southwest Baptist. I had a couple D two offers that um, I had a couple D two offers after um, I was I knew I wasn't going D one, and um, Southwest Baptist. My co, I was going to go to another team in the conference. Uh, I forgot the name, and I was planning to go to there. And my coach told me like, if you really want to have a pro career or even try to go to NBA, whatever the case was at the time, to uh, to look into uh, Southwest Baptist University. It's a good school. It's a good Christian school. You should keep you out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? And keep you focused on the right path. Because my coach knew what type of player and what type of person I was. And I could get really distracted, okay, when it came to partying or whatever girls the case may, it was at the time. So um, he thought that, you know, that would be the best route for me. And on top of that, it was a, it was a good basketball pro program. And he apparently had a good relationship with the coach. So... It, it it just seemed well, and I knew that my coach wanted the best for me. So he knew what he knew what what type of school I need to be at. 
So again, Southwest Baptist was that was the reason why we sat down, we talked about it, and um, that was that was mainly the reason why as to I went to Southwest Baptist University. Oh, you're actually the first person on our show that went to a you know a Baptist type school or a school a school like this, you know. And if I'm not mistaken, am I, am I correct with that, Devante? This, this is the first person that we've had on the show that is that went to a a, a Catholic school or a Christian school or or, or you know. I think this is the first person that we've had on the show. Probably, yeah. From what so, I can recall. So give us a rundown of a normal day or a regular, regular day at Southwest Baptist. You know, whether it's Bible study in the morning, whether it's practice. What, ha- what was your experience like over there in a normal day for you, like at Southwest Baptist? Or South, yeah, Southwest Baptist. Yeah. So Southwest Baptist, I wake up, it's Breakfast, breakfast is mandatory because you need because you need to get ready for you know you need to get the right proper calories the right energy in your body so you practice we practice obviously every day work out almost only three times a week we, go, mm-hmm. we wake up go to go go to breakfast uh, we have our classes and we and uh, throughout the day I think there's a uh, three chapel ses- sessions or something like that and we have to make a requirement of I think three or four chapel sessions a week right mm-hmm. so make sure we have to go there and um so we're going to we're going to uh, chapel or whatnot because obviously it's Christian school, okay. So I usually go to my uh, go to chapel around twelve. After that, I do have a couple a couple classes to go to, and then I got to do uh, and I got to make sure my GPA is uh above two point two point seven, and if not, I got to go to uh, I have to go to a study hall and you know make up the extra hours and obviously get my grades up. So that was an issue for me. Um, also um. I think uh, almost every day we ended up the coach's house. We had a Bible study there and we talked about God and, and worship and whatnot. So um, it was really, it was really Christian based there and really got in tune, in tune, in tune to it when it came to God and, and your beliefs and how to be a better person, not just be a better player. And we tried to intertwine that with obviously basketball and the unselfish aspect of things. So, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of Christian and God talk when it came to um, came to Southwest Baptist, which I obviously wasn't used to. I mean, well, I already was I was already at a JUCO previously for two years, and that was not a requirement. So it it did teach me teach me some discipline, and obviously made me become a better person. Regardless if I believed in God or not, I still became a better person um, during that time. And um, and yeah, so it was just um, a lot of discipline, a lot of a lot of Bible study, and a lot of chapel that um, that took a, took a lot of my day as well. And obviously, I did have to go. Have, we had to take a Bible class. I think I wanted to do Bible class as well, simply because it was a Christian school. So um, yeah, that's pretty much was my day. Nothing really different in terms of you know you're uh, a non-Christian school. You have your practice. You have. You have your individual sessions. You have your you have your you have your um your film sessions where you watch watch the tapes back, and see where you went wrong, and um obviously scouting as well, and then yeah and also yeah your individual skill sessions as well with uh either with an assistant coach or on your own, and um and obviously then you have to get your shots up as well, and mark it down mark it down the board how many shots you shot this week or whatever per day or however you want to calculate that. So, yeah, it's like uh, definitely a full-time deal. It's like a full-time job because you, 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 like, at my time, I was um, preparing to, you know, I want to go to all uh, the pros, right, regardless of it was NBA or overseas or whatnot. And you got to be able to have a routine and know that that routine, a certain routine or whatever routine that you that works for you will help you be successful in the future. So I was just, you know, mentally conditioning myself to get there. Mm-hmm. That's completely fair. That's completely fair. Honestly, Gilly, we're going to get the get your, your mind moving a little bit more right now. Devo, the game that we usually play at the beginning of the, in the beginning of the show, we, had, we moved it now to the middle of the show. What you got for us today, man? Are you referring to overrated, underrated? I'm referring to any game that you want to give Gilly today, man. Oh, overrated, underrated sounds fun. What's going on here? <laughs> that was, we, we, you know what? You know what? Fine. But what we're not what we are gonna do actually is we're gonna switch it up. We're gonna ask you this a little bit earlier. Thank you, Stephen, for giving me the keys to that. Let's get through this last little segment and then I'm gonna ask you a game that we call 
in a perfect world. I want to finish this segment off so our viewers, for the sake of our viewers, we don't go back and forth. Now you transfer, uh, Stephen. Stop me if stop me if needed. But you transfer to you know John Brown University, which um, which is a D1 NIA school. Now I want to know the biggest difference between the D2 and going to the NIA because there is one or there is a couple. Give us the biggest difference. So the biggest difference was um, I would say I think after the comp the competition dropped. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Obviously, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. like um in our conference. I would say that the, um the the top four AIA schools could maybe bang with maybe a D two or something like that. And after that, it, it there was a drop off. Right, there was a big drop off in terms of uh, I think in terms of talent and skill level. And so, because a lot of any AIA school uh, essentially is uh. It's for players that necessarily, you know, transfer with one year left and it's hard for them to get into one, you know, make a D1 or D2, which I did have at the time. Well, D2, but I wouldn't, I wasn't, my, my mind was in the right spot and I just felt like, you know, really demoralized that I wasn't able to finish out my year there. So I just picked up whatever school there was and there's an NAI and there was nothing wrong with that because well, I did have a good experience after that. Like, you know, you understand what I'm saying? So... It was good for me. I liked yeah. it. And um, again, it's another Christian school as well. Okay. But um, I feel like the coach really understood me. I was, understood where I was coming from as a player. And um, I had I had some success there. Okay. In terms, we won 22 games or whatever. And uh, we, had, we had some success there. And um, it's basically the same, same thing in Christian school. Um, but... When I tell you the biggest difference, I never knew. Like, he is looking back at it now. He's probably one of the best coaches I ever played for in terms of getting his players ready for the game. When I played, when I played in the game, I I was not tired after the game. It was practice that we dread. There were times where I went to the hospital because I was dehydrated. You understand, like, I was, like, we, I still talk to some of my teammates now. I was, like, if you could handle a she-high practice, you could handle any practice. Like, you would run for hours. Like, I was in the best shape of my life, right? And now, and now it's, like, I really appreciate him because I, I understand what it actually meant to work. Yeah. You understand, like, other coaches, yeah, we worked. But in terms of getting us ready, conditioning, and all this stuff, because I, I understand it. You have to understand, like, a lot of basketball players could play three quarters or four quarters or three, maybe three and a half quarters. Once that once that five minute mark hits, once you once once it's a tie game and you have to really concentrate after you've been playing already forty minutes or whatever the case is, thirty five minutes, your mind goes and people don't understand that. Your mind did the shots, the same shots that you you think you're gonna hit, they're short. Same layups you think you the easy ones. You, you you wondering why you're missing them is because you're tired. You understand? You're, or the, that free throw, they're free. You understand? And sometimes you're just you come down to end the game, you can't hit them. Why? Because you're tired. You're thinking. You're you're exhausted. Okay, these are things and mentally so, fatigued. Yeah, mentally fatigued. So, um, he he really prepared us for that. And just a side note, you know what's funny? After I transferred, the year I transferred. My previous coach at Southwest 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 Baptist got fired. I knew you were gonna say that. Guess who got the job? No way. CI. My coach got that job. The coach that got my coach. So the coach at the NAI school that I played in in the last year, the following year, he got that job at the D two, and he was like, "Oh man, I wish I had one more year with you at D two. We would have been something." That I died. He called. He texted me on Twitter the other day and said that. And it's yeah. just this goes to show, like he he knows what he's talking about, right? And he's there to this day. He knows what he's talking about. Cause my homie called me. And he's like, "Isn't your coach Shihai? Why is he on an interview? Why is he Why is he here? Why is he he was in the interview in the office?" I'm like, no way. He's he said he's gonna be there the next year. Next day, next day, he's he we have a meeting. He tells us that he's going to SBU. So this goes to show, like, is this just how crazy how the world works? And you know, every dog has his day, right? So. Hey. Even even though my, I have I have uh, I have mad respect for my coach that I was with at D two, um, 
there was some things that um I don't, I don't think were handled properly and um it was unfortunate they had to go like that but it did and yeah oh, the experience was good that's that mm-hmm. experience was that's good the, yeah, yeah. For everything so no that's the name of the game sometime now is SBU and um John and um and uh, why am I and John Brown close to each other um they're about 2 hours away two okay. uh, 2 hours away so they're not too too far Okay, that makes a little bit more sense because I was like, what are the coincidences that, that happened? So that makes sense. They're in the same state, I'm guessing. Yeah, or, or neighboring states. I think Missouri, Missouri and Arkansas. So I don't know how close they are. I haven't watched looked at the map in a while, but I'm pretty sure they're not. No, they're pretty close to each other. I went to school in Missouri. Now, with everything being yeah. said that you spilled to us today mm-hmm. on the show, is there anything you would change about your university career? Oh yes, if I could listen, <laughs> I tell these people all the time. I could tell you if I could go back and change one thing, mm-hmm. I would not focus on anything else except basketball and my schoolwork, because the schoolwork is why I didn't go to Western Illinois, which was the one that I was projected to go to. I was gonna go to that school. I had the trial, and they wanted me to come. I failed one English class, and that stopped me from going there. Even if I didn't play, did this just have that on my resume that I went D1 and I was able to play against a, comp- a top competition in the country at the time in, ter- in terms of, I, mean, I don't know what you want to call it, amateur sports, whatever the case is. It is uh, it's good because um, coming out of – NAI school people a lot of people don't really respect they, they, they don't really respect that I mean that's what it is they don't they don't respect it's not D one it's not what you see on March Madness it's not even D two so people are looking at this thing they're like uh you got NAI your last year why did you go there why did you go there oh you're you're and then they're and then they're looking at me as a player oh okay you're six three maybe six four on a good day okay you're not you're not you're you're not you have to be if you're an NAI player and you're, and you're trying to be be a pro they're looking at you you got to be like outstanding you have to be killing that league i'm like i'm not gonna be honest i'm not outstanding like I, did, I think i did pretty well okay but i don't think i'm just like some superstar or something along the lines of people are just gonna look, take one look at me and be like oh he he should be playing somewhere you know and so um then they look so they look at your resume and whatnot and people uh people have their opinions and doubts about naia and if you don't if you don't really know somebody like that uh, make it really uh affect your career so um yeah, if I could go, I'm not again, and not to say not to not to knock NAIA or anything like that. Until along the lines there, but being a Canadian and uh, being a Canadian and going to NAIA, I think I think there's a different there's a different standard that's required. Because there's a I have some play, I have some teammates that work from from different countries and whatnot. Yeah, um, they went NAIA because they're 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 more they're more Euro based. They have easier opportunities to to play overseas and that's and that's fine as well but uh if i could change it i would definitely not focus on any of the girls any of the partying because that was a big distraction for me at the time because i did not I, before that i didn't experience anything like that yeah it was just thrown at me all at one time i'm just like oh i have so much freedom i have this i got that and it was just thrown at me all it's after me that's real that's real time. and so at least that experience that i had I was able to help my, you know, my younger brother. My younger brother was going through that same thing. He was really sheltered and he wasn't able to experience that. He should experience that, at a, I think, at a, at a normal age. So I told him, like, hey, this is what you got to do. If you do this, this, and this, you will go D1 and you'll, and you'll have a better career than I have, most definitely. He listened to what I said and he went and he went D1. No problem, right? That's simply because he was, had that he had that mentorship. Well, what I was telling, what I was telling, um, what I was telling him before, I didn't have that, yeah. right? And but that's, that's real, what, and that's what then that's what hurt me. That's what hurt me. I'm telling you. But I mean, I did, had that to an extent, but I mean, I didn't have like, like I had mentors. That some someone who told me to do this, this, and that. Which, which, I, which I don't want to say like they didn't try to help me, but it's it's a different type of a different type of understanding for someone that's like in your immediate family. Right, who's actually telling someone who's actually telling you this and sending you money, and making sure that you're doing something, checking up on a daily, 
daily basis, sometimes sometimes even hourly basis, especially depending on um, my time and whatnot. So um, it was, uh, yeah, so if it comes to what I could change, it will definitely be focusing on the grades and just trying to get in the gym as much as possible. Like I was like, I became a gym rat later, more later in my career. And not okay. necessarily a gym rat. I understand what I needed to work on. I got you. Right? So once I figured that out, you know, I thought I, I got I got I got better, I would say. Okay. Good. Now, throughout your bat your pro basketball career, of course, you know, you've met a, a lot of new faces and a lot of new connections. That's that's how it goes with the net with the uh, marketing side of things. Mm -hmm. On the business standpoint though, you know, have you had any of these connections help you, whether it had to do with modeling, whether it had to do with outside basketball endeavors and basketball, of course? Oh, yeah. So anything like um, usually it had to do with modeling. People would be um, basketball did help me in terms of I just did a I just did a little thing the other day where um, they were looking for a basketball player or whatnot. And, you know, this came I'm like, hey, I play basketball and they just pick me right up and I did another commercial where I had to do I was at a, a couple of years back where I was playing in the Raptors practice center and I had to do a commercial for uh uh insurance company so basketball I mean in a business side of things does help me um especially in terms of my, my modeling like you don't understand like, there's not a lot of athletes that are able not a lot of athletes who are interested in both sides. Like I, they, like I like to model. I like to play basketball. Right? It's not usually they like to do one or the other. So, so for someone who's able to to interchange and intertwine and, and mix that, it really helps on the business side of things, especially athletically. Even if I do, even if uh, it's not necessarily basketball per se. Yeah. Um, they know that I'm I, I'm athletic. You know, they know I like you know I'm active, and they know that I could probably pick up on things really well. So versus if I'm doing boxing or if I'm or if I'm doing soccer or football or, you know, something something along those lines that in, uh, require the same same intangibles, um, it's good. So, yeah, basketball on the business side of things, things does help me. And, um, yeah, it does, it does it does push out a lot, of, a lot of other things as well. And, I mean, people, I mean, people ask me to train them and whatnot and help them out that way. And so it does, it, 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 there's a lot of different avenues, yeah? No, I hear that for sure. Now, thank you for everything. We're going to move into our last segment right now. I know mm -hmm. you wanted a game. We're going to make it real quick, okay? Mm -hmm. Call it In a Perfect World. I'm going to put you through a scenario. You're going to fill in the blanks. <laughs> Don't mind me and Steven on our phone. We like to bet money on these answers. Okay. So, we're, so whatever you answer, no pressure. Don't think about me and Steven. We just like to put money on these answers. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring you back all the way to high school in this perfect world. And you're, you're doing your fourth year. You did mm -hmm. everything you could do. You get every school in the country you want on the D1 level. Where are you going? Give, well, us, a second to, give us a second to answer. Give us okay. a second. Give okay. us a second. <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I hope you're not a, a, a typical guy. Okay? I hope you're not a typical guy. Not to be biased or alter your answer. But where are you going in the NCAA? Mm -hmm. Where am I going? Yeah. Go Marquette. Marquette. <laughs> I was actually thinking that too. Marquette, I'm so you're a Jordan. You're a Jordan huh? brand you're a Jordan brand player. You got Marquette. You're in the Big East. You do mm -hmm. what you gotta do. First team all Big East. Um first team all freshman. Right, you guys get into the NCAA March Madness. You guys make a run. I'm not gonna put where you guys land. All right, but you find yourself in the lottery because you did what you had to do, and you know how the lottery works. You can't pick. You can't pick where you want to go. Sorry, just typing in my answer here. You can't pick where you want to go in the in the NBA, as you know, in the lottery. But. Due to your verbal, what you say in interviews, you can kind of dictate that. Oh, I like this facility. This coach was good. You can kind of dictate that and fluctuate down the lottery, as you know. Where would you pick to go in the NBA? Where would I pick? Where would I pick? I haven't really thought about that. You might be right, Devo. 
Shut up, Stephen. Shut up. <laughs> at the time, if, if I could pick where I want to go, I would probably – there's other two teams right now. Watch it. Uh, do I have to pick one? No, go ahead. You have to pick one in the – it depends on your answer. It depends on your answer. It depends on your answer. Well, precisely, if it's both of our answers, then we will go to the next okay, section. Okay, so if I could pick one right now in today's NBA, if I was allowed to pick right now in today's NBA – I'm going to Utah. I can understand that with your game, too. I can understand that. Oh. So you're in Utah. Mm. You're with Jordan Clarkson. You're with Mike Conley. You're with Donovan. Y'all doing what you got to do, right? Now, in this perfect world, you probably won't have all those same players, but um, you finish your rookie contract. You know, you're doing what you have to do. You're now that franchise player. Right. And now you have the luxury. I'm not sure how Utah's luxury taxes it. Actually, we haven't had that. We haven't had Utah yet on this show, which I appreciate. But mm-hmm. you're at your end of your rookie contract. You, because of the way you are in the NBA and the way you play, you have a time of recruitment to recruit two players to your team this off coming season, this off season. Here are the rules. One player either has to be a rookie or a sophomore, the first first year or second year. The other player has to be three years and above. Who are these two players that you're picking? We'll give you a second here. At the end, this is these. You are on the team. Okay. Me and Stephen okay. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what position you're playing, but you have two players that complement your game. I, I don't want two random players that you like to watch. These are complementing your games. You're trying to win a championship. Okay, so two players that complement my game. Two players that complement my game. Um. Two players that compliment my game. So, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay. All right, go ahead. So, the first player that I think, the first player that I'm going to take that's up three years and above, Obviously, I'm not going to take. I'm not, I'm not going to take up of uh, someone who's not necessarily a bum, but not someone who's like I'm going to take an all star at least, right? Two years and above, or three, two years and above? Or sorry, three years and above? You said? Yeah. Yep. Two years and above. Oh, Whatever sorry, you want to do, man. Whatever okay. you want to do. This is your for team. Me, for me, for um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely taking Joel. Joel and B. I'm liking your answers here. I'm liking your answers here. Joel and B simply because he's a versatile big and he and I feel like for my game especially, I feel like I'll, I'm a, I'm more of a transition player and he could de- definitely start the fast break for me and help me out in the open court. Maybe get You're a block. You got to watch it. Bam, I'm out there. Um, and then I want um, the confidence of my game. I would definitely want. Three years old. Three years under. For some reason, I don't know if this is a weird answer or not, but someone that I could grow with on um, three year and like a, a working sophomore year, I think I'm going with. Uh, this is tough. Because a lot I'm, of good guys in the NBA these days. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because three years in the you know, I think realistically in the NBA right now, if I was in the NBA at six three, six four, I would have to play some type of point or combo guard or something along those lines, right? So I will have the ball in my hand a majority like a, a fair amount of time, we would say. So for someone who I think has a lot of potential and it really surprised me, I think I'm I don't know if this is weird. But I'm, I'm, Gary Trent is falling into my mind for something. I don't know why. He's. I don't know if he qualifies. It's not three years. Is he? Is, he said it's three it years. It has to be summer? first. It has to be second or first or second. He's been with Portland for one, Raptors for one. Second, he's the first. No, he's been there. He's been in the league for three years because he had a two playoff oh, runs. Oh, three years. He doesn't qualify. Yeah, he doesn't qualify. But I like. I still like okay, that. Okay. I still like that a lot. I still like okay. that a lot. Okay. But for the sake, okay, yeah. So, okay, so since he's not – so somebody else, so not Gary Trent, so someone who is young and who's really going to compliment me. Um, 
Ay, ay, ay. Um, I'm trying to think who was in the who who was in the draft with Lonzo. We can't Ball? help you. We can't help you. Lamelo Ball. We can't help you. Yeah, help me with. Yeah, help me. Whoever you want to pick, it's only fair. Who do you who who do you say though, Gilly? Who who do you say you want to pick? Yeah. You, you, well, what, what was the name you just said? I was thinking. I, I just I just said who was in the, uh, the draft with Lamelo Ball. That's who you're I'm locking not, in with. For some reason, not coming to me. Is that who you're no, locking not in locking with? In. I just said who's in the who's in the draft. Oh. No, not Lamelo. I don't want no Lamelo. I'm just saying who's in the draft with him. That's that. Mm. But uh. Come okay. on, man. Pick pick somebody. Okay, okay, okay. I'll pick somebody. So, um... Okay. Actually, I think, uh... Just to say, yeah. Okay, I'm locking with... I'm locking in with LaMelo. So, if, 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 if I'm, I'm locking in with LaMelo Ball. Because he's, he's very versatile. And he can spot. He can spot up. He can create. So we can interchange playing off the ball or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's un- He seems unselfish as well. So we don't. I don't have to. There's not a thing that I don't have to worry about when it comes to. He's like a army knight. So he could do a lot of. You do a lot of things. And I think. I think playing with him, I'm probably more of a uh, more of a scorer, more of the time because I think he's. If I'm in the NBA, I'm just. Throwing it out there, I think he's a he's a better he's a way better playmaker than I am, and I'll be better playing off the ball than uh than uh than with my ball in the, in my hands with him. So I think I'll go with Lamelo. So I got Joel Joel and uh, Lamelo. That's our first combination of those two. Appreciate it, Stephen. Over to you. Last question we want to ask you, Gilly. Who's someone you like to see on Talker Exposure? But here's the kicker, though. You got to help us get him on the show. Who would I want is you already got Din. Um, um no Tobin guys. Huh? No Tobin guys. We have them locked in already. We're good, we're good to go with Tobin guys. Oh, so you want someone that you just someone that you just want me to get on? Someone that you think would be good on the show. That has a good story and good, good you know, so I, I yeah, good story. A good story. I think um And it could be anybody. Anybody. I think probably you should get. I think you should get Byron Scott. The head coach? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no Byron Scott. Uh, Byron. Byron. I know. I know. Byron, I, know. Byron. <laughs> I don't know why I said Byron Scott. Byron. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Okay. The big Byron, okay. right? Stretch. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Byron, Byron, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Say no more, say no more. I think he has a, I think he has a good story, and I think um, growing up he was, he was, he was, he was one of that. He was, he was really good. So he I definitely was. He, he, he definitely was. Like one there, he would, uh, it'll be, he have a good story, good story to tell. Hey, Gilly, where can we find your social media, man? Where are your social media handles? So my social media handle, I have my main, I have my more professional account. Gilbert.kofi.jenfi at uh, uh, obviously on on Instagram, okay, and then I have my more basketball account where it's just mainly basketball. It's a uh, what is it? Shit, I keep I don't even go on it anymore, so I don't remember. But it's so that one is my professional account is Gilbert.kofi.kofi.jenfi, and then my other handle is more personal. It's um Kofi underscore G- Jam, so J G Y A M, nineteen. So those mm-hmm. are my two handles on on in the social media. And then I have uh my Facebook Gilly Jemfy, and um same thing I I have Gilbert Jemfy on LinkedIn as well. So um yeah, those are my those are my handles. Those are the ones I use more um more times than not. And I think I I have also I also have Twitter as well. I'm not on that as much. Um. But I think it's uh yeah same thing Gilbert Jemfy so that's that's what you're gonna find if you're looking for me. And that's a wrap on another edition of the Tobin Podcast. Make sure you guys go and hit that subscribe button on Talker Exposure under Spot on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. 
If you want to check us out on YouTube and actually see our faces, hit us up on RWI Basketball on YouTube. Subscribe. Turn on your notifications for that one as well. Same with all your podcast links too. And on top of that, if you were really feeling this episode of this series, you're feeling Tucker exposure, you're feeling the Tobin podcast, give us a donation. Subscribe to us for only $5 a month or $10 a month. It's very cheap, very, very, very cheap, you know, but we'll, you'll get great content from Devontae and myself and all the fellow guests that we have on Talker Exposure or the Tobin Series podcast. With that being said, Gilly, we thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll be able to see you back on the court soon. And stay safe. Nothing but the best moving forward and down the line. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. Take care.